and welcome to Women in the Business Arena, formerly known as the Liberation Lab. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Together, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We've learned through decades of being entrepreneurs how to conquer the business arena and achieve not just success, but fulfillment and liberation. We also believe that this is a continual journey of ups and downs, so we get honest, vulnerable, and real about what it takes to succeed. Think of this as joining our inner circle of women discussing the issues that matter and the strategies that will help you enjoy the ride. If you want to continue the discussion, join our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. We would love to hear from you. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Laura Shuk-Guzman. Hey, Laura. Howdy. How's it going? It's going really well. I'm I'm excited to kind of dive into our topics as usual. And obviously, as we've talked about many times, this is my favorite part of the week. So as we approach the holiday season, we thought that we would dive into the topic of momentum and how do we, you know, sort of ride the holiday season for our business. Because I think it's a time that we want some balance and we want some time off, but we also want to keep our business moving. So it's this interesting time that we can explore some strategies and some ways to think about this time period as we kind of move through the holidays. And we did talk about this a little bit last year, but I think it's a, it's a great time to revisit this topic. What do you think, Laura? Yes. I think every year people are probably, they're like me, kind of surprised, like, oh, it's the holidays again. And it's like, mm-hmm. how am I going to manage the time off that I want to take with my family, um, still keep the sales or, you know, my revenue at a place I need to be? Or they're asking themselves, can I step away from my business um, and just trust that it's going to be fine? And how would I do that? And so I think there's just the key here, I think, is reflecting on this and having some, what of a loose plan. Um, yeah. I'm not about rigidity during the holidays because things happen, but yeah, kind of thinking ahead and just seeing what you could do to kind of set your intention, right? For how you want to experience the holiday and what you can do to keep your business either humming along or even a, a nice intentional pause, but communicating what that looks like to your clients and customers. Yeah. And I, and I actually think that is the first place to start. We need to be looking at what our intention is and where our mindset is and the framework around the time period. Because like one of the first things I hear is a lot of limiting beliefs, right? So a lot of people are like, oh, it, during the holidays, I'm going to get no money. My sales are going to get down. Nobody is interested in buying things except for products maybe, you know, but as far as services, no one's really interested in buying them. Everyone goes away for two months. And these are kind of the thinking, you know, and the thoughts that I hear from a lot of my clients and a lot of the women I work with. And I think that's the first thing we have to keep in check is what is our mindset? I mean, I actually find that December and January are some of my biggest months of the whole year. And so, mm-hmm. you know, there obviously is a mindset thing sometimes around, oh, it's going to be the worst month. We're not going to make any money. So I think we've, we've got to start to reframe our intention. You know, if we want them to be big sales months, if we want to also take a break, because I'm all for balance, you know, we have to sort of set some of these att- intentions that's going to be a smooth holiday period, that it's going to be amazing, that we're going to both have sales and get a break. And so I think, yeah, we've got to, we've got to kind of shift our mindset around it. Yes. And that being the key that we talk about a lot is your mindset and something you just said, people's 
expectations when it's already kind of negative leaning, you know, that you're expecting everyone to disappear on you and no one to want to buy any of your services, then you really, as soon as that, that doubt, which is fear, when that comes in, you know, that sort of, that is the breaks on creativity like thinking kind of how could my business um, adapt to the holidays? What are some creative ways that I could um, put some things into action? So as soon as we kind of get into that negative pattern or that way of thinking, so first identifying intentions. And if you notice yourself stuck, then I think it, the, the next exercise is, can you just be curious this year about it looking different, differently? Yeah. Like how could it be different for you this year if that's something you're really curious about and really interested, it starts with that open mind and that awareness that you've kind of got some old stories, you know, and be like, thanks, old story. I'm going to put you over here on the <laughs> shelf because I'm really curious if there could be something new this year that I could experience in my business. Yeah. And I think that's a really good way to look at it. That curiosity, that interest, that intention, you know, what do we want to experience? And I think for a lot of people, at least a lot of the people that I work with who are more introverts or, you know, we, uh, I think, struggle a little bit more with managing our energy. Holidays can definitely be that time where we're navigating family, we're navigating, you know, Christmas time, we're navigating a lot of energy in our businesses. And, you know, so sometimes it's an energy management thing. But what we also need to do is that we can be intentional around that. We can say that this year, I'm going to do less. This year, I'm just going to say no to things. This year, I'm going to manage my energy in a way that feels good to me, that works for my family. And, you know, that's okay. I mean, I remember last year, we didn't do anything for Christmas. Like we were just like in, you know, just our little family. We just had this really relaxing, chilled Christmas. We didn't run a bunch of places. We didn't go anywhere. And it was awesome. It was like days of sort of quiet, being at home, nestled in, no work. You know, I think it is all about what you want to create. And if you like, if you are an extrovert or if you really love being with your family and you just want to be with lots and lots of family, that's awesome too. But I think you've got to start to look at what is it that will make this holiday season feel really good for your business and for yourself and for your family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've, one of the things I love about having my own business is that I do get to just close shop for as long as I want. And (laughs) as long as I'm giving the clear expectation. So for my intention every year, some people have different needs. I think that I, my revenue is something I work on kind of leading up to. And as therapists, actually, we have a lot of clients that want to get in before the holidays as they prep Mm. to be with family or to have things come up. It's really true. Like all of a sudden you're like, I haven't seen you in months. Like, oh my gosh, I have the Thanksgiving dinner with all the different family members, you know? So there's lots of, I can sometimes, so just think about your business and the ebbs and the flows. So for me, I can actually bring in a lot more clients and see more clients than I normally would because then I want to take a break to where I'm not going to, they're all going to go on holiday and I'm going to go on holiday. We're going to see each other again in January, but I kind of work on that revenue stream coming in earlier in like, you know, just being intentional about that where, where my work week, I'm usually like, well, I only want to see this many clients, but I'm aware like, Nope, I'm actually going to have a busier couple of weeks or a busier month Mm. leading up to the holidays because then I want to put the gone for the holidays sign on my virtual door and be, be out. And I have a physical space to close as well. And as you know, Soma Vita, when you and I had it as well, it was always important for us to close for holidays. 
And we've made it a part of our work-life culture. Like our members know, oh, this is a part of us having balance and the doors are not closed to my members. Like they have their own keys and keyless entries, but we don't show up and stock the tea and heat the hot, you know, like they got to do all that for their clients while Mm -hmm. we're closed. Um, And so that gives me a chance to, yeah, set boundaries that are very important for me. And I feel like I model that for the culture that I'm leading, for the community I'm leading. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think that's part of it is like once we decide what we want, how we want to frame our holidays, what we want that to look like, then we start to look at how do we strategize that? How do we create what we want? If we want a little bit more sales, what are some ways that we can optimize on the holidays? Because mm-hmm. I find there's actually quite a lot of ways to optimize. You know, I like one of the things that I do every year is I raise my prices in January. And it's just, it's a really good practice, I think, for all service businesses because women are way undercharging most of the time for themselves. We get stuck on staying in the same price range for years and years, even when inflation is happening and everything around us is getting more expensive and yet we're still at the same prices that we're comfortable with. So I find that the practice of, you know, gently raising your prices every year is not only a good practice for holding our value and really doing what's right for the company, but it's also a great way to get some people in, you know, toward that tail end of the year because it's like, well, if you want the reduced price or you want the price that's not going to be raised next year, then December is a great time to get in and start. So, you know, I think that can help and that kicks off things. It's really about being authentic. Like one of the things I have around sales or sales strategies is you never want to be missed, like, you know, inauthentic. You never want to be manipulating. It's really about really authentic, clear um, structures. And so for me, every year I raise my prices. It's very authentic. It's not just to get people in, but it is my practice. And I think it's a great way to do things. You can also capitalize on the fact that January, a lot of people want to start fresh. They want to, you know, they want to go through the holidays and then they want to start in January, like kicking right in to growth in their business or to, you know, health, if that's, you know, if you're more of a health practitioner or to, you know, their, their whole way of thinking, like there's all these ways in which they want to kick off the new year, right? And that's a great way to capitalize on something that's already there. Again, you're not manipulating, you're not being inauthentic, you're just capitalizing on people's natural energy. And so I think those are some really good ways to start to strategize, you know, how can I move people so that I have sales, but I can also take time off. I also deliberately take weeks off during the holidays and I just let my clients know I'm not charging you for these weeks. Mm-hmm. You get an extra two to three weeks on whatever program you're in so that you're able to, you know, not get time with me during that time, but you're still in my program. You're still connected. There's still a continuity. You can reach out if you need something, but I'm off and I'm with my family and I'm taking that time to sort of uh, reflect and, you know, do my own planning and all of that. So there's quite a lot of ways that you can deliberately create your holiday times so that it's not this huge slump in momentum. It's deliberate. It's a deliberate break. It's a conscious break. It's what you really want to experience, but you're also caring for your clients. You're holding their expectations. You're setting some boundaries kindly. You know, you're really helping them to move forward and reflect for themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that there's so many strategies. And like you mentioned, so many ways to think about sales and be creative about your programs and have early bird specials that if you're launching programs in January, then getting that early bird price before December 25th or before December 31st or however you want to do it. Um, And also in like service-based businesses, people forget that yes, products are 
huge for holiday giving. However, people give, give and receive products all the time. Um, what's unique are experiences like Mm -hmm. service based businesses can have some really interesting experiences. And sometimes you may think like, if you're a a coach, you might be like, well, that's going to be weird. Like their friend is not going to match them with me. Like they need to, to know that I'm a good fit, but maybe you have that low hanging fruit program. Like you have that really cool, um, you know, detox program on like how to get organized for January or just different things that are quick nutritional restart to kick off the new year. Like there's different ways that you may have a product that you could rethink that product for some sort of special, um, experience. And then you have a gift card, you know, and a virtual, they're all the different, you know, programs now are the software most all of them come with like virtual gift cards. So like there's really kind of neat ways that you could think about your sales outside of what you normally would be selling clients. You know, if you can find ways that, that you sell things that you've already created programs down meditations, you know, all the different resource libraries. <laughs> like You have a, an annual pass to my amazing downloaded library. You know, there's all sorts of things that you probably have that you don't think about putting into a gift, like what that would look like for somebody. Yeah. And I think that's the piece. It's about getting creative and it's about determining what you really want. I think the most important thing is that, you know, you keep your momentum up because what I, what I see happening is around this time period, people start really losing momentum and they think, oh, I'll just wait to next year to do anything or, you know what, it's done. It's over. It's almost like a kind of a giving up, like, yeah, there's no point. And the problem is then what happens is next year, you know, you, you've lost all that momentum for, you know, December and the beginning of Jan, maybe even the mid of Jan, by the time you get your momentum back up, it's March. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like, a wait, long time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like March yeah. is a long time. That's like, you know, December, January, February, that's three months of not enough income, not enough sales. Like, you know, as business owners, we do need to maintain some consistency. It doesn't have to be extreme. It doesn't have to be like I'm working 60 hours a week or 40 hours. I'm even working my normal schedule during the holidays. But I do think you have to strategically think. And I think now is the time to really, if you've got a coach, if you've got a mentor, or if you're looking to get one, now's a good time to do it because they can help you plan. They can help you look at how are you going to keep your momentum? What is the best sequence for you to put your attention on? What should you focus on right now? Then take a break. Then what can you focus on as soon as the holidays are over? So I think these are really important things that help. I know for my clients, I go through a planning, you know, to help them sort of work on some planning right before the end of the holidays. Because then while they're on holidays, they can be sort of thinking about things and envisioning things and feeling things. That's a great time to plan and it's exciting and fun and you have a lot of space. But I'm also helping them think about, you know, diving right back in in January in a good way, in a healthy way, in a way that feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you do set this time and you're very intentional and strategic about it, then you're really going to feel on fire and excited to enter into the new year with all of your new ideas and the things that you're ready to bring forth versus kind of gripping on to the holiday time, trying to be like, oh, this is going to be horrible and I'm not going to make any money. And then you're kind of stressed out. So you're not even, you know, what happens is we really don't even give ourselves space because we're stressed out about the fact that we have space. We're not doing things. Um, So like to completely surrender to what you decide, like this is my intention and then I'm going to go all in 
and I'm going to have this plan and then I'm going to take a break and then I'm going to execute the plan. And, but your point being that if you create the plan now, then the execution happens like right away or even execute some steps this year so that you can flow right into it. But if you wait and you decide, I'll just start all the planning and I'll get to the, ex- the you know, the execution yeah. won't happen until March yes. or April. And then it's like, wait a minute, what are all these, you know, how did these months fly by? So I think that it's a re-evaluation of, um, of just how you've done things, realizing that if you've gotten stuck in old patterns or old belief systems, that this is how it has to be. It's just time to shake it up. And hey, you're an entrepreneur, so that means you've got this ability to pivot. You know, most of us wouldn't have gotten this far if we didn't have this ability to reflect on what's working and not working. And it's on you just bring up a whole lot of really good ideas on on the holidays, it makes me even want to start thinking how would this year be different yes. for me? Yeah. And I would really suggest like now is the time, like don't wait yeah. until, you know, Christmas holidays. Like I would yeah. actually this week, this very week, tomorrow, if you can take deliberate, you know, day or half a day, if you can, or even a few hours and actually sit down and feel into A, what do you want your holidays to feel like? B, what are some low-hanging fruits or some ways that you can quickly create some sales for now? And what's the plan for January? You know, Mm -hmm. so so I think, you know, right now is the time to sit and at least have a loose framework. It doesn't have to be all implemented. It doesn't have to be detailed. But even having a little bit of a loose framework – And put some things on the shelf. Like, you know, I think December and January, uh, except for when you're off, if you feel motivated and inspired and excited to work on things, I think big projects that are long term, they need to be put on the shelf. Because really, you know, I think the end of December and the beginning of Jan are really a time for sales, a time for focus and a time for having a deliberate break. Now, that's it. That's something that requires us to be more minimal, whereas what, you know, I think a lot of people are working on a lot of things all the time, right? As entrepreneurs, we often have many buckets, many, our hands in many things, and we're often creating too much, in my opinion. So I think that's the other thing is that we've got to minimize what we focus on because that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people topple over in the holidays because you're already focused on the holidays. You're already focused on taking time off. You probably have like a bigger load and seeing clients. You know, you're trying to wrap up everything so that you can have that time off. You're going Christmas shopping. I mean, whatever it is that you do for your holidays, I think that, you know, what we don't realize is then we're still trying to get all these projects off the ground. We're still trying to get all these things done just because they're on our to-do list. This is when it's really important to widen back and strategize. What's the minimal I can do? And to me, one of the things that I think gets dropped off too often is sales. Sales is always the most important thing in your business. Like, you know, we get so stuck in, and I think it's because we're more uncomfortable with sales and because we really love delivering and creating and doing stuff. Like we sort of like procrastinate and put sales on the shelf, but sales is the number one thing. Sales is the one thing you never, ever let go of. I mean, obviously you want to deliver to your clients, but for most of us, that's pretty easy. That's pretty regular. The next thing is sales. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, speaking for myself, think that a lot of those creative projects are ways to keep pushing back 
the discomfort with sales. Like sometimes, you know, it's like, oh, but I can't really work on that sales strategy because I was going to revamp the whole website. So like, I need to focus on that right now, you know, and then the sales will come because I have, you know, but it's like, then you just keep putting it off. And like you said, December, January is a time to just be more like short game, a little more focused on what's already created. What can I sell? And then those things are then happening and that revenue is coming in. So then the revamp of the website that may start like, er, you know, first quarter of next year, maybe you begin some of that implementation, but you're not trying to get it off the ground right now, like as you approach the end of the year. And I think there is a knee jerk reaction of everything that was on my to-do list that didn't get done. I'm going to frantically try to get it done, but you give great advice of like, shelf that or just like pull out your 2019 calendar. Yeah. Look at all of those things that were on your to-do list and just surrender to the fact that you didn't get them done in 2018. Yeah. And that's okay. Cause look yes. at all the other amazing things that happened and then start looking at, is this quarter one, you know, two, three, four, like where does this project go? It doesn't mean you're going to put it off forever. Like find a place and you're, you're going to revisit that in January as you check to see how everything's, you know, Um, the trajectory. But I think that would take a weight off of so many people if they really just looked at that list that they're frantically, because even if they don't consciously know it, they're still thinking about those things that are on the list that haven't been checked off. It's one of the things my, a lot of my clients talk about loving the most. Like they come to me and I'm like, okay, those 10 things you're working on, they're on the shelf. A few of them are in the bin. They're gone. Like, you know, don't even focus on any of that. And they're like, oh my gosh, I just lost like 80% of my load. You know, I think, and that's the thing is that so often we're, we're trying to, first of all, accomplish way too much than's feasible. Like I, I honestly have yet to see a woman in business who doesn't have too much on her to-do list. Right. Like that's really unrealistic. And so, you know, for the most part, most of us, you know, and I am very comfortable with moving things. So like my to-do list never gets done. I have no attention on it. I do not mark my accomplishment or my success by whether or not my to-do list gets checked off. I just move things. Some things I throw away that have been on my list. I reevaluate weekly, daily, monthly, yearly what is really important, what needs to go on my list, you know, and if you have to evaluate, 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 because so much of what we're trying to accomplish isn't even relevant anymore, but it's on our to-do list. And we think, oh, we should do it. Or someone else has told us we should do it or someone else is doing it. So therefore we should do it. (laughs) Yeah, they did it. It was awesome. I should totally do that. Yes. Yeah. But what's yours to do and what's yours to wrap up for 2018 Um, and keeping that focus on, like you said, the low hanging fruit, not trying to create something. I think that's the point that I made earlier too, about look creatively at what's already in your um, basket. Like what, what do you already have that you could focus on selling? This is not the time to create that launch to do that new thing. Um, it's just like, take what you already have. There's a lot of blogs that you've written. You could probably expand and make into something. There's like content you've recorded. There's stuff, you know, that you're doing for clients already that you can just repackage it a little bit to make it appropriate for the holiday gift sale or whatever. So think, thinking what you, what do you already have and what do you need to let go? <laughs> are some really good practical. Yes. 
And if you're like my clients are, you know, I mean, you most people know that I'm like a one program kind of girl, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if you've got a signature program or a core program or one really amazing program, just sell that. <laughs> like, you know, I think like sometimes yeah. we're looking at like, oh, but then I've got to package something smaller or package something quick or pa- just sell what you have. That's amazing. <laughs> like, and look at ways to capitalize on the end of the year, on the beginning of the year, on where people's momentum already is. You know, so yeah. maybe it's you get you pack a bonus into something that you already have, or mm-hmm. maybe you extend it, you know, in, is a bonus if people get in by the end of December. I mean, whatever that looks like for you, use what is making you money and and like really like capital, capitalize and utilize that. Because I think so often we're always thinking new and smaller yeah. and, you yeah. know, like, cause even, and this is the thing, even ca- like packaging up some of our previous content, we get lost in it, right? Like yeah. we're, we're packaging it up, but then we want it to look oh, good. And then we're so with this and yeah. should I add that? And wait, is it enough? Yeah. And then you're like in paralysis and analysis paralysis. Yeah. Yes. And that's yeah. And even that's like, I know, point. I know for me, like sometimes if I go back to an old blog, I'm like, yeah, I really hate this. Like it's, it's got some good meat to it, but let me rewrite it. You're rewriting your blog content that you were supposed to, yeah. And it's the end of the year and you're like, oh wait, Sonia and Laura told me to, yeah, we're like rewriting content. That's a very good, avoid the traps of digging too deeply into your treasure that you've already buried. Let it lie. But you're so, you know, in the consumers too, like I think, we forget that it's not, it's still new to them because we feel like I've put this program out all year. Like they're tired of seeing it. They already heard this from me. Like, why are they going to buy it now? But guess what? Like humans need to see things in front of our faces multiple times before we actually take in that information. And so you might just be sending it at just the right time that they're looking in this moment for that content and they're going to see it in a way they haven't seen it before. So remembering like multiple times in front of people before they see what you're trying to offer them. And that's a really common mistake. I see so many people making because I've even been experienced where I have somebody, I, they have a program and I'm excited about it, but I kind of get distracted and then I go back and try to find it. And they've like, changed it three or four times. <laughs> I'm just like, where's that really awesome thing that you had? <laughs> yep. Well, and that's the thing is that people, people chop and change, I think too quickly. And so, you know, this is why I'm all for the core, you know, do something that's core, do something that's high value, high impact that you can continue to approve on for a long time. Sell that, sell that, sell that. Don't create something new, something else, something. And I think this is, you know, It's like people start to realize as they build momentum on a product or program that, you know, over time it actually builds if it's good, right? Which most people, you know, can create something really good. You know, I think it it builds and instead of recognizing at the beginning, all that didn't work and giving up so quickly and then they're doing something else and doing something else. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes the model is broken. Sometimes it isn't the right fit. Sometimes it isn't the right program. This is where you can get some support and help. But I think that, yeah, it's, it's really about doing what is easiest, doing what is core, right? Because again, it's that focus on sales. Like I think December and January are time for sales. And I think sometimes we're so uncomfortable with selling and we're so uncomfortable with, you know, communicating our value that we're like, let's create new, like new is exciting, but actually stable, 
is exciting. <laughs> like, you know, like what you've proven in the past, what what's worked already for people. That's what's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We overcomplicate things and we are supporting ourselves this holiday season to simplify. <laughs> yes, yes. Simplify, I, strategize, and yes. take time off. Yes, exactly. Like definitely. And I think the more simplified you are in general, like throughout the year, not just towards the end, you know, the more simple you are, the more you know, st- strategic you are all around, then the more balance you have all year round. So, yeah. you know, I think that's really important. But right now, obviously, we're talking about sort of as we move into these holidays. But I think, you know, this is something that can be applied all year round. Like we should be taking regular time off. We should be supporting ourselves for self-care. We should be having balance. We should be simplifying. We should be focused on sales. All of these lessons are applicable all year round. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, look, I, I think, you know, some of this is really about understanding our own momentum and our own energy and, you know, where we get ourselves stuck and mm-hmm. where we get in our own way. Because that's what I see during the holidays. It's a lot of self-sabotage. Like, you know, whether it's we sabotage our energy because we overcommit, we try to get too much done, we try to have finish everything we had on our to-do list for 2018 to yes. prove to ourselves yeah. that we can do it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we really sabotage. And then we are quite exhausted going into the new year. And that's not what this time is about. It's about, you know, being able to finish off strong, have an amazing renewal, recovery, you know, relaxation time period, and then jumping back in in January refreshed. Yes. Yes. And I am a big proponent for let go of the hostess with the mostest. Like if you're one of those (laughs) people that's been, that's trying to make the holidays for everyone else. Amazing. Just pause and ask like, do I really need to do that extra thing? Um, or can I ask somebody else to bring a dish or everybody to bring a dish to share instead of being the one that cooks the entire holiday dinner or when you're shopping, are there ways you can simplify that process or, you know, cause I know I can catch myself over doing during the holidays and mm-hmm. I have to pause and just say, is this really necessary? Is anybody going to notice if I don't do this? Probably not. <laughs> it's like yeah. more of something that I put on my plate that I can easily take off. And most, you know, people wouldn't even know it was supposed to be there. It was just like something I was doing. Yeah. I mean, it's really a good time to evaluate our our obligations, right? Like, first of all, we don't actually have obligations. We make them. (laughs) We agree to them. No matter what anyone else believes, you're not a victim. You agree to the obligations. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we have to reevaluate. Like, you know, every year I do this and maybe this year I don't want to, or maybe this year Mm -hmm. it's better for me to compromise or it's better for me to ask for help or, you know, these different things. And, you know, if you want a quiet holiday, have one. I tell you, it was amazing last year. This year we're going to Bali and we're going to not be with anybody, (laughs) you know, except ourselves in the (laughs) tropical, you know, beautiful area. And I think, you know, it really can be what you want and what you want to experience. And so just really honor what you need. And, you know, if it's, you have to talk to a partner, you have to talk to your parents, you have to talk to, you know, some family members. I mean, obviously the holidays is a big time for family. Yeah. Yeah. And certain family members that have expectations (laughs) that also want to keep it the same every year, you know, you're like, let's try something different. Yeah. Yeah. But be, give yourself permission to have a conversation 
connection with them to really say, look, here's what I want this year. And, you know, I know it's different and I know you may not be happy with it, but in his one, and if anything, compromise, but don't give up fully what you want for yourself and what you think you need in order to, you know, serve someone else. Like, I think that's what, you know, one of the reasons why we lose so much energy and one of the reasons why we struggle with our own momentum and energy is that we're constantly giving up, you know, completely what we want for someone Mm -hmm. else. And so, you know, at least we need to learn to better compromise and give ourselves permission to want what we want. Exactly. I love that. It's good holiday advice. It is. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. And as I said, I really encourage you to take some time out over the next week. Don't wait until the holidays. Don't wait three weeks from now. Do it now. Take some time off to really think about what you want to create and start to put some of that into action. So thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can dive into more of the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies, and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease so they can create more success, more fulfillment, and more liberation. If you're enjoying the show and want to support our mission, you can write a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We are so appreciative of your support. Okay, talk to you next week.